back, everyone, to an online friend simulator because everyone can use a friend, even online. I am Francis, aka the other guy, and I am apologizing up front because I am ill, and uh, I am doing this show ill because it's been a while. It's been a week since Thanksgiving. We are into the full holiday swing of things, and I just really wanted to do a show to catch up on what's been going on with me and what's been going on with you, because this is a show all about being there for those who may feel lonely, being there for those who may need a friend, being there for those who just need, in this case, a sick voice (laughs) to kind of talk about life in general and Hopefully get feedback from you guys out there listening, because it's all about this communication. It's all about, that's what friends are about, right? Is communicating and sharing stories and sharing just what's going on in the world, good and bad. And of course, you know, the holiday season would not be complete if there weren't some good and bad. So I'm going to start off the show, well, first with the little soundbite that I use to intro this segment. So let's get that going, shall we? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? I didn't re- I don't know why. This is the first time I've noticed the squeaking. I don't know if that's the chair or Han Solo's clothes. Uh, oh, he's wearing a Stormtrooper outfit. So maybe it's the outfit. I don't know. But anyway, um... So what's been going on? Well, uh, some good, some bad. I figure I'd share a little bit with you guys because maybe you'll be able to relate. You know, the holidays for a lot of people is kind of lonely time or very lonely time for some. Maybe they don't have friends or family near them. Maybe they are just in a new place and are just now meeting new people for the first time. So... If you're one of those folk, maybe you'll understand this story. Maybe, or maybe not, I don't know. But um, hopefully some of you out there are, have long-established friends, people you've hung out with and been around for months, years, decades even. And what a good feeling to know that you have friends out there or people out there that you've known for so long that know you so well. It's fun to know. That there's a group of people that you can rely on. And ooh, I am setting this up really, really badly. <laughs> but people you can rely on to be there for you if you need be. It's always, it's always a plus, I would say. Now, mind you, the story I'm about to tell, I, I normally don't share a lot on social media. This is kind of my little outlet for things going on in my world. And the week before Thanksgiving... um. I didn't find it too strange that it's been quiet in my little little world. I haven't heard from any of my friends. I haven't heard from much of, well, the family I heard of because I, I, I spent Thanksgiving with them. But my friends, I haven't heard from them in a while. And I'm talking about my local friends. I have two sets of friends. Fortunately, I have some local ones and I have ones that are out in the, uh, in the distance in different states and different countries. And so... Color me surprised as I am not celebrating, but uh, enjoying a a quiet Sunday afternoon. I'm looking through my social medias and I see a picture. (laughs) 
A picture that hurt my heart a bit. I will not lie, it hurt. But I completely understood. I wasn't angry or upset by what I saw. I was completely just like, okay, well, that's sad. That makes me sad. It was a picture of my local friends, people of whom I have been hanging out with and doing things with for the past seven or eight years. These were the people who were there for me during the dark times, during an era of my life where everything seemed to have been going wrong, and they, they were there for me, and it was lovely. And we started traditions, and we started hanging out more, and as time passed, of course, people move along, I guess, and do their own thing. Well, I see all of those people, people who I still consider my very good friends, but there they were celebrating Friendsgiving without me. It was then I realized I was written out. I was written out because Friendsgiving is a catalyst of sorts. It, it, it sets up the next few months because there are birthdays and Christmas and all of these things. And so when I saw that picture and note and realized I had not gotten an invitation to the Friendsgiving, not even just the, what are you doing? Nothing. Which I completely again respect. I am a terrible friend. I have mentioned that before. That is the premise of the show. Even though I have some friends, I am still a very bad one because I am not very good at communicating with them. I'm not very good at keeping up and keeping in touch. And so I wasn't surprised, but it did hurt because the previous years I've been, I hadn't changed the way I am. I hadn't changed the way I acted. So for many, many years, I guess they just put up with it. And this was the first year they realized they didn't have to put up with it anymore. They weren't losing anything by writing me out. Now, these folk, mind you, I got their friendship late in life. They've been friends since high school. And that's a friendship you cannot, cannot neglect if you've been friends for that long. Very few people have friends for that long. Well, okay. I know a couple of people who uh, amaze me by having friends. Who, uh, uh, people who have they been friends with for that long. I, I have no friends like that since high school. No longer, at least. And it was interesting to see that. Because, yeah, like Friendsgiving led to all of these different things. And I won't be, and it was just this realization that I was not going to be a part of any of that anymore from here on out. This was the line in the sand. This was me being written out of their stories. It was me, it was them saying to me, like, hey, you don't really, I don't know what it means. I can't read their minds. I can't speak for them. But the action itself was rather hurtful. So what does that mean, though? You know, what, what What could I have learned from that, right? Will I learn from it? Probably not. <laughs> I'm still a terrible friend. Um, it's uh, it's difficult for me. A lot of anxiety, even with people I've been close to, to, to reach out to them first. If they reach out to me, I will have a conversation right now. If they tomorrow said, hey, um, my car is broken down. Pick me up. I need your help. I'll be like, okay, I'll drop everything and I'll help them. Or whatever it is that they need help in or, or need me for. I will help them in any way, shape, or form because they are still my friends. I haven't 
written them out, <laughs> even though it may have seemed like that to them. You know, again, it's important. You know, this is a weird do as I say, not as I do scenario. It's important to keep in touch in some way, shape, or form with these people. And yes, of course, I liked the photo. <laughs> of course. I wasn't going to let my friends realize that, well, uh, I wonder if you rem- uh, notice. I mean, obviously, I notice. I follow all of them. And they weren't upset. They're happy. Those were, a, uh, it was a picture of happy people. I'm happy. They are happy. And if they are happier in this current arrangement, I will not fight it. It's perfectly fine. This is not a boohoo moment for me. It's not a, a woes me moment because I get it. This is my own fault. You know, this is my own doing. I didn't put enough effort. I didn't put enough work. I didn't do it. But I believe that those who are listening right now, if this is something that you don't want happening to you, go out there, talk to them, ask them how they're doing. If anything, just ask how they're doing. Just say hello. Keep that line of communication open. Or you may end up like me. Losing out on Friendsgiving, losing out on a friend's Christmas, losing out on birthdays and celebrations and being with people you care about. Don't let that happen to you. Don't. Not for a second. Now, like I said, it did hurt. And as a result, I've been burying myself in a lot of fandom lately. I am obsessed with this whole Persona franchise. I know you probably, y'all are probably tired of listening to me talk about it. This is the weird part. I miss having somebody who gave an ass about the, the stuff I was into. I miss it a lot. I, I, I don't, I don't subject anyone to my little fandoms or my little, um, obsessions. Because I don't need to hear, like, oh, okay, okay. I don't want to hear that. I don't need that. But I do miss it. I miss just giving in to that fandom and being able to share it with somebody and then being excited about it as much as I was. And this game series, I, I kid you not, I am so deep in it. I mean, there are musicals based on this series, concerts filling stadiums in Japan. Like, it blows my mind. And the music, thus, like, it's not even the game itself. It's, it's, it's everything about it, around it. It's the, it's been what's keeping me happy during a rough holiday season. Because that, you know, this whole, not invite to the friends giving this writing out of the, of their lives was just the start. You know, my health is waning. I don't talk about that much, but I feel like it is at least, you know, um, to what extent I don't know, but I can't afford health insurance and stuff like that. I shouldn't say that stuff out loud. It's just tough right now. You know, it's tough for everybody. Uh, but yeah, like, it's crazy, uh, how involved this series is. And I have deep dived into all of this stuff because it brings me so much joy. And I think that's important 
those out there listening, I think it's important, friend, for you to find, not necessarily an obsession like I have. This obsession is ridiculous. I mean, I've had many obsessions in my life, you know. The Lord of the Rings, Wheel of Time, Final Fantasy, like, I get obsessed. And when I say obsessed, I dive headfirst into all of it. You know, the merch, the music, all of the different um, events that surround it. I went to uh, a Final Fantasy fan fest because I was so into their Final Fantasy fourteen game when it came out the second time around, not the first time around. And so, I, and in all honesty, I've stopped actually playing the Persona game. I haven't touched it in a while. I've been more obsessed with that lifestyle that people are into it. Again, musicals. Musicals were made from this series. It blows my mind. The music, not, though not a lot of people have covered it, um, those few who do, it's like, oh, wow. The cosplay, big. The... The, the art, huge. Like, it's just, it's just a, it's just a whirlwind of stuff for a thing that most people don't even know about. And I think that's why I love it so much because it's a small kind of dedicated fandom that I thought that I don't really want to necessarily be a part of in the sense of like meet others or are as obsessed with it as I am. Mostly because I'm the creepy old guy that's into it, you know? But. I just, I just dig it. I dig it a lot. And it has been keeping me sane during these really difficult, weird times. Um, which I'm not going to get into detail. It's just, just know that it's rough, right? It's rough. Life is rough. Life throws you some curveballs. Life, um, punches you in the face sometimes. It just, it's just part of what life is, right? Like life does that to folk. And it did it to me. Um, so I'm trying to pick myself back up and trying to dust myself off and trying to keep moving forward. Speaking of which, I do want to hear about people's Thanksgivings. Thanksgiving was last week. I would love to know what you guys did. Uh, I would love to know what happened. Um, I did get an email from Mike Howell Left Coast, not necessarily about Thanksgiving, but I guess the time before, you know, what he was thankful for and what he was looking forward to with Thanksgiving, but mine was good. Spent with family, spent with my, my folks and my sister and her husband. Went to the, uh, the Bellagio, uh, the, the Bellagio buffet for Thanksgiving. Now, I understand what Thanksgiving is like. It's the turkey, it's the family, it's the friends, it's the gathering around and, and being at a home and like watching the football game and whatever, you know, and watching the parades and stuff, right? Well, that, that for my family, it's kind of fizzled out a bit over the years. My grandparents were kind of the, uh, the catalyst to the original Thanksgivings. And since they passed, Thanksgiving has been handed down to the to the children or to the parents of myself and my cousins and we got together for a little while and that kind of faded off as their families kind of grew and and they had other places to go and other uh, their own adult children to kind of see now it's just the immediate family me and it was a little I look look 
before I get into the rough part, let's talk about the good stuff. I've only been talking about bad stuff for the most part. Let's talk about some good stuff, the food at a buffet. Look, here's the benefit of the buffet. Here's the benefit of having a buffet Thanksgiving dinner. No cleanup, no mess. Um, sadly, no leftovers. I guess that's the bad part. But everyone else does the cooking for you, right? And you have a wide variety of food. The buffet at the Bellagio. Just gives you all sorts of different foods. Yeah, they have the traditional turkey stuffing, yams. Oh, oh I love the yams. I ate so much, so many yams. Um, they have desserts, ice cream, and stuff. But you also get the like advantage of crab legs for Thanksgiving. Oh, I am a seafood guy. I love seafood. Self shellfish. Um, Crab, a lobster, all that stuff. But they had crab for days, and it was delicious, and it was mouth-watering, and I hadn't so much. I mean, I eat, as you do for Thanksgiving, to excess, but it wasn't the same stuff. I didn't have to overstuff myself with turkey and ham and stuffing. No, I had a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Dumpling here, some fried rice there, some um pork bun here. Mostly talking about um, the Asian food, apparently. Um, pizza, you know, some macaroni and cheese. Like, I had all the works. I know I just talked about food. I love food. What do you want from me? But it was grand. I loved it. Family loved it, too. You know, we just hung out and, and ate in a little booth and just ate to our heart's content. And it was lovely. Absolutely lovely. So if you out there are looking for an alternative to the traditional family gathering maybe you're a part of a smaller group maybe just you and your your significant other or you and your your you know your your family your your immediate family or your whatever do the buffet we weren't the only ones we were in line for like an hour but when we left the line for the the people who wanted to get the thanksgiving buffet went on for what looked like days it was Packed. So obviously we weren't the only ones obviously thinking of this idea, but there are a ton of people out there who do it, and it seems to work really well for them, and it did for us. So it was awesome. Now the other good thing that happened over the over the Thanksgiving weekend, um, aside from doing some Black Friday shopping with my sister, was I actually got to spend some some quality time with her husband, my brother brother in law, who I don't really uh, have an opportunity to hang out with very often. Like, he's a cool guy. I love the guy. He's awesome. Really good guy. I just never have uh, a reason to or a, or a chance to just kind of have it just be the two of us. And, you know, he's a smart guy, really smart guy. Um, we have some, some, a couple similar interests. Like, he's a gamer too. Uh, I actually spent some time playing video games, um, at his house. It was a lot of fun, but. It's really interesting. I never, I never thought I'd have, well, I shouldn't have never thought this because I have a sister. Of course, I'd have a brother-in-law at some point or another. But it never really dawned on me that, oh, I have a brother-in-law. Like at some point, I'm going to have nieces and nephews, you know, eventually, right? But I got to spend quality time with this man, and it was cool. Like I, you know, I'm always afraid of meeting new people, and I know that my sister's been with this guy forever. But like I said, I've only ever interacted with him while my sister's around, so there's a little bit of a buffer, and it's a little bit of a there's a dynamic there that's different when you're just one on one. And it was a really eye opening experience. So if you have a, 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 an in law that you haven't had the time to to talk to. 
I may also recommend that too, because that was, it's good to build that kind of connection, build that kind of relationship, you know? I mean, I'm her wife's, I'm his wife's brother. Like, I feel like then, like the, 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 the person would want to, uh, be good with that, with me. I don't know why. Maybe you, you don't have to, you don't have to be good with your, uh, your significant other siblings, but, um, that was cool. Like he, you know, he, he, we, we had conversations and everything. We hung out and had dinner together and all that stuff. Like it was great. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just a, it was just, um, it was a new experience for me, obviously. Uh, but it also made me realize something. Made me realize that I may never return the favor again to my sister. You know, like she may never have a, a, a sister-in-law. Which is what makes the holidays a little rough for me. Though it has been for the, it has been since the dark times, you know. Holidays for me have always been rough since then because the holidays used to be a, a magical time. Um, I'm certain I've talked about this before, but because, you know, we're getting close to Christmas, I figure I might as well talk about it here again and I'll most likely repeat these stories once more as we get even closer to Christmas. But a brief synopsis is, um, before the dark times, when I was with my with my ex, I, I got comfortable in a cycle of a new idea of the holidays because my pa- my parents and my family, we, you know, they're not big celebrators of holidays. You know, it's a, a nice get together lunch and we'll open our gift to each other. We don't do a bunch of gifts. We just do a single gift or whatever to each other. And that's it. You know, and that's all that's said and done. You know, we don't really sing any carols or we we listen to Christmas music or whatever, but there's not a lot of pomp and circumstance to it. But I, you know, many years ago, I was with someone who had family who took the holiday seriously. There were so many parties and so much preparation and so much celebrating and so much this and so much that. It was, it was awesome. I had never experienced it that I never experienced that stuff before. It was a little overwhelming, but it was amazing because the holidays felt like, like they did in the music and like they did in the songs. Like the songs make it sound like this grand thing. And it was for many years. And then I lost it all. And not to say that I don't enjoy these, th- these, these holidays with my, my family, but it doesn't feel as festive. It just doesn't. There's a dark cloud over my head. There's just not as much joy as there was before. There just isn't. Uh, and it's me. I'll admit. I, re- I recently saw a uh, picture of me with my family and actually a lot of pictures and I do fake smile a lot. You know, they say the smile never touches his eyes or touches the person's eyes. Like it never touches my eye. Like I haven't been really happy in a very long time. And I had some, at least for brief moments, I had some semblances of joy, you know, and now not so much, but that's okay. I got you guys. I got you and you and you. And sure. It's in a virtual medium. 
I'm okay with that if you are, but it's nice to know that a few people out there download this show and listen to it and hopefully enjoy it and relate to it and are like, oh yeah, this guy put me to sleep or whatever. Oh yeah, this guy. Totally get where this guy's coming from. Totally understand. I hope. And I think that's the hardest part because I always look at the holidays as the embodiment of joy, right? It's the music, the lights, the trees, the, the endless parade of Hallmark romantic comedies, <laughs> the stories, everything. Like, that's what this is about. It's about hope and love and light and gifts, I guess, you know, and it's not even the gifts. It's just, it's an excuse. You know, the gifts are part of the joy. It's, it's an excuse to be part of the joy. And it's what I used to like. I mean, I still, that's what I kind of still love about the holidays is that it is this, this amalgamation of all things that make people happy. And it just bums me out. It really bums me out that I can't be a part of that. It bums me out that my mind won't let me be a part of that. Or whatever, whatever it is that's not making me be a part of that. I don't know. But I do want to say thank you to everyone. Because I did talk about Thanksgiving. Thankful, thankful, thankful for those who continue to listen. You guys, you know, when I see the numbers... And I'm gonna, I hate talking about numbers. I know I don't. I do and I don't hate talking about numbers when it comes to podcasts. Look, I really gotta stop looking at numbers because that's not important. You know, you gotta do this thing because you love it. You gotta put your mouth to a mic because it's something you enjoy doing. And come hell or high water, if people don't like it, well, well, they don't like it. If people do, awesome. But seeing the fact that anybody at all downloads the show, brings me some peace makes me feel a little less lonely and I thank you all for that because that is my big struggle my biggest struggle is feeling alone because I feel alone a lot and I don't necessarily like it so knowing that that you guys out there are at least taking a gander is super appreciated all right well, you know, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's getting to that time again. So let's go ahead and, and I'm, plus I'm ill and it's probably not good for me to talk this much because I've had to stop the show several times to cough and do all sorts of nasty things, um, to make my head not be all weird. So let's, uh, wrap this up with a little bit of feedback with a bit of flashback. I don't know if that made sense at all, but you know, um, anyway, I got a signal. Let me double check real quick. I believe I only have the one email from right cow left coast, uh, which I am so thankful for. You can send that to, um, OFS show at gmail.com. Uh, no voicemails, which is fine. Uh, cool. All right, let's get to the to the email here. 
Now, look, it's been a pretty downer episode for the most part. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of, uh, like, I'm looking for some positive stuff to happen in my life sooner or later. I know I have to make it happen, but every I, I've tried to make it happen, and I do so with just little things. But I'm hoping some miracle and some luck is going my way for the next few weeks so that, you know, this isn't a complete bust of an end of a year. So hopefully things, something good and positive that actually stays around happens soon. So anyway, <laughs> um, so right Cal, thank you again for emailing. Um, I'm going to apologize right up front. I'm just going to quickly kind of do, um, little spark notes of most of the email because it is, it is a response to my last show, which was a lot of bad stuff. And I want to kind of keep that to a minimum, but I do appreciate it. You are my number one fan. Uh, it, it seems on the show. So I appreciate it 100%. Uh, but yes, you know, you were talking about the shootings and the fires, um, a little bit about the person who did it. It's a rough time, you know, especially since some of those people that were the, that the, at the, uh, um, the, uh, uh, well, it's not Thousand Oaks. Um, it's in the Thousand Oaks area though, in the valley, uh, there was a shooting and some of those people were a uh, part of the, 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 so they're part of one of them. I think one of them was, or more than one were a survivor of the, the Las Vegas shooting. And it's interesting to go to Las Vegas now, as I did just last week and seeing all of those barriers up and seeing just the, the city change to become safer, but just it's surreal to kind of see the measures taken to, to make the place safer. And, and I, and look, I of all people appreciate it. I don't, I don't want to see anyone get hurt. So I completely understand where they're coming from. But boy, is it, it's just, it's surreal. Uh, he also speaks about how he ran into a counselor and, uh, whether or not be interested in doing that type of work. That's awesome. I, I did, like, I, like I said, I used to do residential counseling, um, with at risk children. That was fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, would I do it voluntarily? No. Because I am poor and need money because stuff keeps happening that keeps costing me. And it's, I don't know how I'm going to make it through, but I will. I will. I have to, right? Like, I must, right? Anyway. Uh, another Excelsior for Stanley. Um, I want to say that recently, and I, I'm very kind of not disappointed in myself. I mean, I wasn't into SpongeBob SquarePants as much as my sis as my sister was. So I believe it was the creator of the show had passed away recently, which is sad. Um, it's always disappointing and sad when anyone passes away, but obviously a public figure, someone who's been in the limelight affects a lot of people. And, you know, I hope the family of that uh, person, um, the, I want to say it's the creator, uh, that, 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 you know, that they are staying strong during this hard time. But yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy that all this stuff is happening. Uh, as for civil society, oh, I don't even want to get into civil society. <laughs> society is just, they say society is better now. They say it's just the internet that makes us crazy. You know, it's the internet and this access information that is so divisive and 24 hour news networks that are using 
your prejudices and your anger and your frustration against each other. It's like crazy. I don't want to talk about that stuff. No. Yet I did. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, and the yelling guy. <laughs> the yelling guy. Man. Kind of, I kind of want to run into that guy again, not to talk to him, but just to hear what he has to say to the people on his phone. Like that dude was crazy, but I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. So uh, here we are to the part that I do want to kind of go verbatim, uh, because I think it's cool that you are, um, giving a list of things that you're thankful for, even though it is past Thanksgiving. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's bad to recount some of the things that you were thankful for. And right now, I hope you had a really good Thanksgiving. I hope you had a good time with your family. But it says, I'm thankful. This is not me. This is right now. He says, I am thankful for new opportunities, including travel, uh, new friends, um, old friends, family, abundance, safety. Uh, apparently, he got into an accident recently and is doing fine. So I'm glad that you're doing well and you're okay, right, Cal, uh, from that experience. It can be tough. And uh, it looks like um, you, I don't know what this, this where this place is, but uh, apparently you too had a, a, a Thanksgiving at a buffet, which is awesome. Um, I appreciate the invitation to go. I was, uh, it looks like I wasn't in the area. I was in a different state altogether for that weekend. So I wasn't able to make it, but I'm, I hope you had a good time. It looks like a cool place. Um, and I hope you and your friends had an awesome, awesome Thanksgiving. And the sharing, it says, uh, sharing the magic of the friendships, which is awesome. Uh, no plans fell through because again, I was in a different state with family. Um, which I'll also be doing again during the, the next upcoming holiday. So that'll be fun. Whoo. For those of you who are new to me, this is my fifth recording of the show, but this is the best. I'm not tired. Got a new haircut. I'm still a little, I mean, I'm still sick. I've been pausing and blowing my nose and coughing like a maniac um, every few minutes. So this was a bit of a pain to, to record, but here it is. Uh, but I really appreciate everyone who are here and who listened. Thank you. You make this holidays a lot less lonely. And I hope you guys listen to this. This helps you make your holidays a little less lonely. So I'm going to end the show in a different way. Um, I always find it weird that I don't play out music. Um, for my other podcast, um, Sincere Sarcasm, I, uh, <laughs> I, I play, I talk over for, you know, whatever reason. Oh no! For anyone who records, probably knows this reason. But I uh, play the Star Trek Enterprise theme because everyone hates it so much, and I use that as my uh, outro music. But I think I'll use um, some of the music that I normally play uh, at the end. Um, not normally play, but the the the, the music that I play at the end of uh, at the beginning of the show. I think I'll just end with that. And I want to say thank you to everyone. Uh, you can go ahead and email the show. Um, to ofshow at gmail.com 347-450-4335 is the phone number sincere sarcasm.net is the website 
and at aka the other guy is me on all social media so thanks everyone for listening thank you for joining me and i will talk to you all next time all right and i hope you have um a good time before we meet next whichever that will be oh no the volume there you go uh so there you go thanks for that i will talk to you all later have a great one and please know that you have a friend in me bye everyone Oh, that was abrupt.